I can't decide if this story is funny enough to introduce our show. Okay, what is it? Okay, so Deborah Smith, mm-hmm. who has been on our podcast yes. before. Owner of Taste of Thomasville Food Tour. That's right. She comes in with her group, with her food tour group, because we're the last stop. Mm-hmm. She does her spiel, and then her group leaves, and she says, we just saved somebody's life. Uh, oh. <laughs> and we are, com- uh, the whole staff, of course, now is completely intrigued. Right. And we almost think she's joking, cause we're, and we say, like, what do you mean? And she's like, no, we really just saved someone's life. <laughs> Deborah, what happened? So, apparently, she's walking with her food tour group uh-huh. downtown, and they see, like, this Mercedes-Benz hop a curb. And she was like, I thought that was so rude. And was like, she didn't even say rude. It was just unusual. Mm-hmm. And she thought, I don't like that. Why are they doing that? Right. And then they kind of kept walking because it was near them. And I guess maybe she's also thinking, you just hopped a curb and I've got a tour group. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, that's that's kind of dangerous. Yes. So she was walking and then they walk up to the car and there's a man slumped over <gasps> oh, in the no. front seat. And they call an ambulance and he had had a stroke. <gasps> and they really did save his they life. They saved his life. They Deborah, s- you saved a life. Deborah saved lives. A life. But... Probably multiple lives. Right, because like, what, what if, if he'd hopped right, the curb in, in front of her tour group? Right. Oh my goodness. Small town life where... Every life matters. <laughs> every life always matters, Annie. <laughs> However, and only in a small town would a walking historical food tour <laughs> be able to rescue you from yes. your Mercedes stroke. Yes. Welcome to episode 115 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. My name is Chris Jensen, and I graded something like 50 project proposals yesterday and feel dead. And my name is Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. And speaking of downtown Thomasville, Georgia, there's a lot going on. It is spring in the South. And because summer is sweltering hot, Mm -hmm. and no one knows what that means unless Mm -hmm. you live in the South, I think spring is just when everybody does all the things. (laughs) And so we've got, like, at least three events happening. On the same weekend. Yeah, on that Friday and Saturday. In our small South Georgia town. In our, our, like, our main street. Yes. So we thought, even though we know we have a lot of faraway listeners, we thought you would find it interesting to know a little bit about small town life, like, what kind of stuff we do here, because it is... Stars Hollow meets Pawnee Pawnee. meets Eagleton. (laughs) There's there's more than a little bit of Eagleton, and I'm sorry, because I know that I'm not from here, and I'm maybe not allowed. However, (laughs) I see what I see. I mean, I think that's fair, because is it Parker Posey, who is Eagleton? She's in that first episode on Parks and Rec. Right. And she dresses in, like, the riding pants and the right. hunting boots. And there's... Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, sorry, that's it, it, Thomas. It's true. Yeah. Thomas was, like, the quail hunting well, capital of the And South. here's the thing. I think it's Pawnee that makes Eagleton evil. Like, if Pawnee didn't <laughs> yes. exist, Eagleton would be fine. Yeah. Right? And, like, does, I don't think Thomasville has a Pawnee that it is mean to. I don't think so. <laughs> I Good, don't think perfect. so. Perfect. So, let's just talk about the quirks of small town life. Yeah. So, we have... In two weekends, I guess by the time you listen to this, yeah, still two weekends, Mm -hmm. um, we have, like... So let's give actual dates here, though. It's April 28th and 29th. Yes. 
April 29th, let's first of all say, is Indie Bookstore Day. Yes, which is nearest and dearest to our hearts. Yes, for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. It's a nationwide celebration of your local independent bookstores, which means not just Thomasville. Nope. All over this country, your independent bookstore is having a special day. So... They have free stuff for you. They, they have, have special one-day-only things for you. Exclusive items. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what we're going to be doing? Yes. You probably already know. I do, but <laughs> our listeners don't. <laughs> um, so we are going to be open from 10 to 8 instead of 10 to 6. Mm-hmm. Living big. Living large. Living large. Um, Wait, am I working till 8? We're doing shift. Okay, shift I gotcha. Work. gotcha. <laughs> Chris looks panicked. Um, so we are doing like a special story time where we're partnering with Thomasville on stage and company because they're doing a performance of secret garden and they're sending a couple of their kid actors to come lead a secret garden story time. That's fun. Emily from your maker who has also been on the podcast a couple of times. She is going to do a felt flower craft fun. with the kids and we have free grassroots coffee, free Lucy and Leo's cupcakes. Um, we're doing a literary trivia night in the evening, which I think will be really fun. We're having date night at the bookshelf, so like we're having a musician come, and you can come kind of browse the bookshelf before or after your dinner date. Nice. Um, a local author is coming to do a book signing. We are doing all kind of like create your own postcards, all kinds of fun stuff. No holds barred. Yeah, we're literally doing something different every hour. It is... I I feel I feel like Leslie Nope. I'm it's, so that's why we're going to be in shifts. <laughs> yes, that's why we're working in shifts. Not everyone's as excited as I am. <laughs> um, so that's super fun. But I don't want to like hog the ball. Uh, there is a lot going on in Thomasville, which I hope will actually really work to our advantage for right. any bookstore day because it is also Thomasville's premier festival. The Rose Festival, Rose Festival, which we will get to in a little bit. We yes. talked to Sunny Altman, who is involved and has been involved for, it seems like, her entire life. Yes, which um, is super fun. So we interviewed her. We interviewed her, and we'll, we'll play that in a little bit. But the day before Indie Bookstore Day is National Superhero Day. And our friends at Everfan, who live upstairs, <laughs> um, are, are sponsoring that for Thomasville for, for the day. And so we got to thinking, because they live upstairs, so the bookshelf is downstairs, Everfan is upstairs, we see a lot of the work that goes into National Superhero Day. Everfan is a superhero cape imaginative play company, but their superhero capes are for kids, grown-ups, and on Superhero Day, what they do in Thomasville is take capes to superheroes all over the city. So maybe like your local teacher, your favorite teacher, or a local firefighter, like these are our local heroes, so they get superhero capes and like a party just for them on National Superhero Day. And there's also a charitable aspect to it this year, um, where $25 goes to a superhero recognition bag where you are recognizing someone in your community with this cape and bag of goodies. And also that provides 10 days of food for a child in need through the Backpack Buddies organization. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it really is. Um, Chris, would you like to say who my superhero was last year? Your superhero was The Reader. Or no, no, not that one. My superhero. You're, talk- oh, like, oh, you're talking about the kids. Yeah, I was talking no. about the kids. You're talking about I'm other talking things. I'm talking about you. Right. My, I nominated this whole staff it's true. as superheroes, and you were the only one who wouldn't wear your cape. Listen, it's because it was presented to me with pomp and circumstance. That's what National Superhero yeah. Day is. Have you met me? <laughs> I have. That's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Truly just evil. If I had like found a cape in my cubby, I would have been just very excited. But no, I, it was like presented to me and I was 
shy. I super hero hope that we have that picture of you not posing with your bag and cape somewhere, and I will post it to Instagram the day we release this episode. But... What can we not? (laughs) I will give you any other picture. I will give you photos of me in a giraffe cloak. No, those are pictures you're proud of. You've posted them to your personal Instagram. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. I would rather not have a bunch of pictures that I don't like all over an Instagram with thousands of followers. You can't be one of those really curated millennials who Uh like... (laughs) hot kettle black (laughs) okay but let's before we get too far off let's talk about superheroes because when we were talking about today's episode we knew it was kind of going to be this hodgepodge of thomasville fun events but we also know we have literary listeners well and and before we forget i do want to say if you are interested in donating to national superhero day through everfan you can email them at info at everfan.com we'll put a link in the show notes but superheroes, superheroes i read them yeah. I watch them. I don't do any of that. Right. <laughs> so I thought we could talk about superheroes and specifically maybe you could let readers like me know where we should start. Right. And I think this is one of the things, much like poetry, really, people yeah. look at comic books and because there are so many right. and they go back so many years and most of them are linked in some sort of very dense continuity, people don't know where to begin. Well, and it just feels like you don't even... I remember when you first started working here... We even talked about the difference. I, this is just me being ignorant, but like I did not know Marvel, DC. I don't care. Like I, I just was clueless, and it felt like because I was clueless, I didn't, I didn't have an in. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how, maybe that ties into last week's episode about poetry. Yeah. Because I just felt like I can't, I can't access this. There's this, yeah. There's a specific language to it, right? Yes. And if you don't have the vocabulary, it will be. Very difficult. I love what what Will said about poetry, and I put it at the beginning of the show notes. Like, if you don't have an entrance into the poem or into the comic book, you'll stop reading, and yes. that's not good for anybody. Yeah. Um, and that's that's true. The advice that I've given to people on the internet before who ask, like, where do I start with this character? Is just jump in somewhere. If it has a a big number one on the on the cover page, it's probably a good starting place. Not always true, but often true. Part of the joy of comics, I think, is not knowing exactly what's happening on every page because the point is that it's a giant web, right? You might be interested in this one thing, and then you'll find another character who does a guest appearance, then you'll think, I really like that character. Let me go see what they have done. And then you have access to decades and decades of back material of all of these different characters who are all very different. Um, But again, where do you start? Well, comic books are typically sold in comic book specialty stores. Mm -hmm. We have some. But bookstores in general only carry hardcover collections or what are called trade paperbacks, which some people call graphic novels. I don't like that because I think that's a particular thing. Mm -hmm. It's where it's intended to be one book that is just read as a novel that has pictures. I was going to ask about that because I I don't read comics, but I have, thanks to you, started trying to read some graphic graphic memoirs. Some graphic memoirs, yeah. So some people call it a trade paperback is a collection of usually five or six issues that get collected in a paperback. Run about $14, so like you're... Like Black Panther. Yeah, we have, right we have now. Black Panther, Miss Marvel, Doctor Strange, and, and one other one, I think, okay. um, that, I've, that I've bought for us. Um, those collect five or six issues. The cost is like you're... Essentially, you get one issue free when you buy them in paperback, if compared to if you were buying them individually. Okay. Um, so those trade paperbacks are often a really good way to begin. The problem is they're still often very... 
um, vaguely labeled or it'll be like volume one, but it'll be volume one of 2014 and 2015 has a separate volume one. Oh, Marvel has been doing that a lot lately and it's confusing for even people who've been following it for years. So are you telling me that they put out like new ones of these every year? Not necessarily every year. Okay. The last few years, Marvel has been doing that because they think that's a good business model, and they have learned now that it's not. It's too much, It's too right? much. Like, and Well, the thing is, like, people aren't going to buy issue 38 of something. Right. But they will buy issue number one of something. Which we find to be true all the time. Right. Of all series Children's books, books, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, they think that if we release a bunch of number ones... People buy that, but then it gets very confusing because there's Captain Marvel Volume 1, Issue 1 from 2012, and then Captain Marvel from 2014, Captain Marvel from 2015, and Mighty Captain Marvel from 2016. And they're all different <laughs> books about the same character, and they all have d different number ones. Oh. It's very confusing, These even for me. These worlds are huge, then. Like, a lot happens a to lot happens. superheroes. <laughs> so they're there to be so much material. Right, and there are team books and there are individual books, but my challenge for you... Annie Jones. Yes, hit is, me. I want you to read a superhero comic. Okay, what kind of superhero? I have a particular one in mind. Okay. Um, I assigned Miss Marvel Volume 1 to my students this week. Okay. And this is 77 students. I would guess probably 70 of whom have never read a comic book before. Okay. Universally loved it. Oh, okay. It's super good. It's one of my favorite books. I follow it monthly. Um... But we have the first volume in the store. Oh, okay. It's the first five issues. It also contains like a like a side issue from something else that's not important. But okay. like, it's the story of Kamala Khan, who is a Pakistani American practicing Muslim teenager, who, through a sequence of events in the first issue, gets super superpowers. Oh. And has to try to kind of figure out. Well, what do I do with this? Okay. She's also a super fan of superheroes and writes Avengers fan fiction and stuff. So then she gets superpowers and has to figure out, well, how do I fit into this world? Oh, I think so it's cool. a really good entrance story. I don't expect you to like get really into superheroes and comic books, but <laughs> I do really think you'll enjoy this story. Okay. It's great. We have it. Okay. I'm going to challenge you to read it before Superhero yeah. Day. I was going to say, give me a deadline because that yeah. works best. Okay. Um, and you'll do it in half hour, 45 minutes. So I have a, I will read it. Yeah. Because I, I think I can I think I can do that. And I think you'll like it. When did Miss Marvel come out? 2014. Okay. Because that is like that sounds like a mm -hmm. we're fortunate to have yes. a book like that. Mm -hmm. But I wondered how long she had been around. Uh not very long. Okay. Exactly. She's one of Marvel's most popular new characters. Okay. Um and she is popping up everywhere now. But this is her start. It's great. There's not a movie about her? Captain Marvel is coming out next year. Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers, who used to be Miss Marvel. And okay. this is another reason why it's confusing. Because I know. A bunch of people you see have the, the look on my names. face? Like, yep. I thought I was into this, and now I'm like, oh, God, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Okay. And that's the thing. Like, there is continuity to this story, but I don't think you need to know it to appreciate what's happening in just these five issues. Okay. I'm going to try it. We're going to report back. We will report back. And we'll do this in our, in our reading It'll recap. It'll be our April reading recap. Yeah. And I will get to... Talk to you about Miss Marvel. Yay! Okay. I'm excited. All right, I'll try it. Thanks. Okay. Um, and so now let's talk about the premiere event of Thomasville, the Rose Festival and Rose Show. Yeah, so we have talked about that, I believe, on the podcast maybe last year around this time, just because it is like Thomasville's big, mm -hmm. big festival. But you and I are both, I'm a Thomasville transplant. Mm -hmm. You're, what would you call you? You are a... I'm a person who's here... A day and a half a week. Thomasville commuter. Commuter, yeah, yeah. Um, so neither of us 
fully grasps and understands the enthusiasm behind Rose Festival. Which is why it is really cool to talk to somebody who has been a part of it. I mean, talking to Sunny was like, I mean, she's done this her whole life. Her whole life, yeah. So, Sunny Altman, whose mom is the co-chair of the Rose Show, Mm -hmm. which we learned is different from the Rose Festival. Separate, related, but separate. So, it's Rose Show and Festival. It is the same weekend as Superhero Day and Indie Bookstore Day. Which, honestly, I think just works out great for all of us. It does. So, the 28th and 29th are basically, if you have commented on our podcast that you want to come to Thomasville... This is the time to do it. Come on. Like, there is so much going on that weekend that you would love and enjoy and get a really great glimpse of small town life. So Mm -hmm. Sunny kind of gives us the behind the scenes, I guess, and what to look forward to about Rose Festival. And so we're going to play you the interview, brief interview that we did with her. We hope you enjoy it. We hope to see you in downtown Thomasville. Yeah. Sunny, how are you? I'm great. I hope it's as pretty in Atlanta as it is in Thomasville today. (laughs) It is a gorgeous day today. (laughs) Good. Um, We just wanted to talk with you a few minutes about Rose Festival. Um, I thought I would start with a couple questions. Chris is going to pop in with his thoughts. Um, But we kind of just wanted to pick your brain about a couple of things. In particular, you obviously live in Atlanta. We know you're from Thomasville. Why is Rose Festival so important to you so far away? (laughs) So um, I grew up going to Rose Show and Rose Festival every year. My mom is co-chair of the Rose Show. So she's always been really involved throughout my life. Um, And as I got older, I got more and more involved. I would enter Roses in the Rose Show, um, help with the judging of the show, I marched in the Rose Parade all through middle school and high school with the Thomasville High School Band. Um, So it's just always been a big part of my life, and it's such a special part of Thomasville that I can't get away from it. (laughs) Would you say Rose Festival is Thomasville's kind of premier event? I know there's Victorian Christmas, but do you think from growing up here, Rose Festival is like the Thomasville thing? I definitely think it's the Thomasville thing. Um, this is the 96th annual Thomasville Rose Show. Wow. Um, and it's, I think, the second oldest American Rose Society Rose Show in the country. Um, it's just been such a longstanding tradition in Thomasville. It's full days of events on Friday and Saturday. Um, beautiful weather. It's warm outside. It's spring in the south. Um, I think it's definitely the premier event for Thomasville. Why do you think a lot of our listeners are out-of-town listeners? We um, are pretty excited that we don't just maybe have Thomasville and Tallahassee listeners now. We have a pretty wide-ranging audience. Why would Rose Show be a good weekend for people to come visit uh, Thomasville and downtown Thomasville? I think Thomasville definitely puts out the best it has to offer during Rose Festival. All the stores are open downtown. People in the community are out and about. You get to talk to people who um, live there or who have been to Thomasville before, who are great um, spokespeople for the city. Um, There are all different events throughout town. There's always going to be something to do. 
um, whether it's art in the park or the road show or just walking around downtown and looking at all the stores. It's just a, it's a great festival weekend where you're going to have something to do the entire time you're there. Um, you grew up in Thomasville and one thing that we hear from a lot of different customers and people who love Thomasville, locals, they have been here long enough now. You said this is the 96th annual road show. <laughs> right. They've watched it evolve. How would you say the road show has kind of changed over the years and then what aspects of it have stayed the same? So I, I think Thomasville in particular really well kind of balances the old and the new. How do you think that plays out in Rose Festival? Well, and, and maybe before that, can you... I'm not from Thomasville. I have not ever really experienced this. Can you kind of walk walk me through like what's the sequence of events? How does it how does it work? Sure. So for the actual rose show, and what I talk about there is the giant tent that'll be downtown. Um, huge white tent. Anybody who's downtown will be able to quickly find it. It's right near um, our store, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, it is an American Rose Society accredited rose show. And what that means is rose growers from throughout Georgia, Florida, Alabama, even as far as Mississippi, will come and enter roses they have grown into the show to be judged. We have awards that get handed out. Um, and so when you walk into the tent, you'll just see you know, hundreds of roses throughout the tent. Mm -hmm. um, people get to the show early Friday morning to enter roses. Um, and if you do have any local listeners who are interested in entering their roses, we are happy to have them. Um, they can enter roses from 7 to 10 a.m. on Friday, April 28th. Um, and we have people back there who can help you if you've never entered a rose in a show before. Um, but so people enter their roses and we have judges come in from across the country and at one o'clock, the show will open and people can come in and see and smell all the beautiful roses. Mm. But in terms of how the show has changed, um, we used to host the show at the fairgrounds, which is away from downtown. Um, but the city has graciously stepped in to help us the last 10 or so years okay. um, and provided the tent that we have downtown which has made Rose Show a bigger part of the entire Rose Festival. Right, it um, really integrates it's it. easier to find us. But the, the mechanics of the show, um, our connection with the American Rose Society, has stayed the same throughout um, the Rose Show's history. Um, just from a personal family connection, um, both of my grandparents were very involved in running Thomasville's Rose Show. My mother is involved. I have been involved. So it's definitely a multi-generational um, Thomasville tradition. Oh, as with so many things in Thomasville, I feel like yeah. Thomasville's really family-oriented. And I now that I know that the show has moved downtown, I've got to say as a downtown business owner, I love that it's part of downtown. Right. And I love that it brings people both to the actual show, but then also to our downtown businesses. That's a That's a great change. It really is. It definitely is. We've seen a, a large increase in the number of people that we have who, you know, they've heard of the Rose Parade, they've heard of Art in the Park, but they've never heard of the Rose Show, um, which is what started Thomas Hill's Rose Festival. But now that we're more visible, um, we get people who, you know, would never think to go look in a tent full of roses for the day. Mm -hmm. 
That's great. And I love, so there's the show aspect and then there's the festival. One of my favorite things, just because I love the name of it. So not only is there the Rose Parade, but the night before the children of Thomasville march in the Rosebud Parade, oh. which I think is just an adorable small town uh, tradition that I, I just think is adorable. And then you mentioned Art in the Park. Um, and I know that's something that has grown a lot too. And they're trying to really do some new things with uh, downtown vendors. I know ev even we are going to have a little booth out there where kids can make their own books. So Art in the Park is another family-friendly kind of activity that you can do after seeing some award-winning roses. Definitely. I Rosebud Parade is also my favorite event of the whole weekend. I grew up marching in the Rosebud Parade and would dress up in costumes. So it is, it is by far my favorite part as well. And you're the expert, so is there anything else we absolutely need to know about Rose Show and Rose Festival Weekend? I just think it's such a wonderful Thomasville tradition, um, and it's been such a big part of my life, and I'm so happy to share it with people. Um, I will be at the tent all day, Friday and Saturday, at the Rose Society information table. So if anybody wants to come ask questions or just say hello, I'm happy to meet with people. Awesome. Uh, Sunny, thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, thank you both so much. So if you would like to know more about the Rose Festival and Rose Show, or if you would like to enter some roses into the show, uh, we have some contact info for you. So you can go to www.thomasvillega.com, and you can click the links all about Rose Festival, and there's a particular one about Rose Show that gives you the brochure if you are a rose grower, how cool is that, mm -hmm. um, and want to show your roses at this year's Rose Show in Thomasville. If you want to know more about um, medieval flower allegory, you can ask me about that at the bookshelf um, or email me at inventoryabookshelfthomasfeld.com. But if you want to know actually about more about Rose Show, you can also contact Sunny directly at sunnyaltman at gmail.com. That's S-U-N-N-Y-A-L-T-M-A-N at gmail.com. Awesome. As usual, you can find full episodes of From the Front Porch on iTunes or on our store website. That's bookshelfthomasville.com. And I promise, Stitcher, this week. Um, you can also follow us on social media. That is Twitter and Instagram. See what we are doing around Thomasville and in the shop. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> um, at Bookshelf Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week.